Sports to you. We are live and we have Bubbles is it down. Happy New Year's from Bubbles. <laughs> it's 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. It's definitely not 5 a.m. It's like 4 o'clock here on the East Coast of the United States here in Philadelphia. And it's the day after New Year's. Let's just say it's been a busy morning after a crazy night last night. I still got to post up pictures of uh, New Year's Day activities. Here in Philadelphia, especially on my two, two street, um, it's pretty wild at night, especially on New Year's Day. Well, it's only wild one day a year, maybe two, maybe three, but it is crazy here. Anyway, it's 5 a.m. Scrum Show, and I'm Greg Mester, and we have Bubbles over here who showed up on the beginning of the show. She's like, oh, Dad's doing a show. I'm going to jump over. Um, today, I want to talk about a couple more tips from working from the office, WH. WFO you got WHO is working. No, WFH is working from home. So WFO is working from the office. Are we return to office? Have you want to talk it? Yeah, I'm going to return to office. I know you're not a happy cat. <laughs> but some things I thought about, I gave a couple tips earlier. I'm going to do a thing on HR and um, return to the office in a, in a later episode, maybe this week. But I just want to give a couple tips, make it easy, since it is typically a day off here for most office staff in the United States. Because yesterday was New Year's, they usually get a day off, and today it's Monday. So, just a couple tips. And again, this is stuff, that, practical and tactical stuff that you can use to um, help you deliver value. Work not work crazy hours to get the value, and... Be happy, enjoy life, and have some fun along the way. So, a couple of things I learned last week going to the office. One, I got to plan for more time to get to the office. And I think I talked about the other week about that hour you get when you commute. Like, I have to commute to the office um, on, uh, I get two days, Monday and Friday. Use that to work out. Today, I went and worked out today. Today, there was a holiday. Made sure I hit the gym and try to get some help, get some healthiness in. So I do recommend that. But here's a couple things. <laughs> Some of these things are like, why are you telling us? Because I didn't think about this. So in the Northeast, it's getting colder. It's nice right now. It's in the mid-50s here Fahrenheit. Um, don't forget to warm the car up and the ice on the windshield for us up here in the country. City folks, not so much. But if you haven't been used to it's getting cold out there, now you have to Get up earlier to get your commute in. So you got to defrost the windows. Something I thought about last week. I'm like, oh, yeah, now I'm late. So I had to wait for the windows to defrost. Uh, one piece of advice. Do not listen to talk radio. It's so negative. It's terrible. No matter what aisle you're sitting on. Sports radio isn't much better here in Philadelphia. We have a sports radio thing. They always talk about things that go wrong. Hey, we got a comment. What's got? Hey. Samuel, how are you doing? Okay. What what are components of your end of year report? What metrics? Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, Samuel. I'll, I'll hit that in a second. Samuel sent a note. As a scrum master, what are the components of your end of year report? What metrics? So we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, another item here is... I said, don't listen to that. So instead of that stuffed on the radio, 
You should listen to podcasts like the 5 a.m. Mr. Scrum Show, positive podcasts on growth and mindset. There's all kinds of podcasts out there. I'll probably, I got to put a little post up there um, with some information on some podcasts. I'll do that. Uh, the other one. So as a contractor, okay, I want to tell you this. There's a lot of push to come back in the office this year, especially with the the economy going down and companies really want you to come in. And as a contractor, I'm going to give you a couple defensive points here just for yourself. Um, make sure when you're office, now people don't, you're home, right? And it, and And you don't have that, right? So when you are in the office, when you're home, you may or may not lock your computers because you're the only one in the house. Well, when you return to the office, you got to make sure you lock your computers when you leave your desk. I know it's something funny. It's like, uh, but this applies to anybody. Make sure, like if you got to go to the bathroom, go get some water, go get a snack, whatever, that you lock your computers before you walk away. Because if you get caught with your computer open and you're not at your desk, that's grounds to let you go, right? So it's like maybe you give you a warning. They might let you go right away. And in this ground of having um, contractors do stuff, it is a good thing to do, okay? So I really recommend, remember to lock your computers up. And one other thing, even if your boss says you can not go in the office because there's still lax on the thing, however your corporation says these days of the week you have to be in the office, Go with the corporate rules. Don't go with what the boss says because they may or may not really be legally allowed to let you not work from the office, right? So my advice is do what they say. It's like if your office says you got to be here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you be in there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, unless you're sick and you can take some time off, whatever, but make sure the office, because... They may or may not really have the power to do that. So um, it's just something that you need to do. Okay. With that, let's cover the one topic. We'll make this a short show. So the question from Samuel. As a Scrum Master, what components of your year-end report, what metrics? Well, I do a thing where I do a whole velocity history chart. Some people don't like points. Some people do. Um, I like to see growth patterns if there are or what's going on from a metrics perspective. Um, that's really, I mean, you could do value, how much value your team produce if they're getting dollars and cents on the activity. Um one good way, and I talked about this in a retro session we had the other day, and I'll just give you that. Have your team come up, what good things that they deliver over the year. Now, as an Agile coach or Scrum Master, it's not really our job to identify the metrics. Now, maybe something from up top, they come down. But it, go ahead, be a self-organizing team. And ask the team what they want to show that what they delivered, right? So that is a positive agile coaching mentality. It's a positive agile thought process where you get the team to identify 
what they want to say from products they delivered to things they did. And I did that in a retro the other day where we talked, what fun things did you, what, what are the good things from last year? What are you going to do this year? And then at the end, if you want to do a retro part, say what good products did we do over the last year and use them in your summary if you want to do a year end thing. But again, the only other thing I would say would be how did everything work over the past year? Did you grow up in um, your velocity metrics? Did you improve some metric over time? Like I do a thing where what teams commit to and what they actually get done. And did they make the gap smaller over time? Did it get bigger? Did it get worse? Did it get tighter? Was it always good? I mean, I have teams that have a real commitment issue. They overcommit and then they underdeliver, and it's bad, right? But over the year, did they improve that number? That's one of my favorite numbers because it's really non. I mean, you could play a game with it, but it's a, it's one of those things that you can use. So I like saying, did their commitment gap, right, between what they committed to and what they got done, did it get smaller over the year and use that as a metric? It's a visual thing. It's not a number thing like, oh, we produced 10,000 more lines of code than we did last year. That's, that's not the number. Um, you can say their velocity went up, but why? Did the team get bigger? You can't just use those metrics and say things. You have to understand why that happened. Um, and did it grow? Did they do retros? How often did they do it? If you were, if I was an agile coach, like, how often did you do retros versus not do retros? How often did you do sprint reviews versus not sprint reviews? Um, how often did you go out and meet customers and things like that? Those are the kind of metrics that, you could use you could use the value how much did they return and stuff like that from a scrum master perspective and with that and then as an agile coach or a scrum master you can say how much did we really narrow in our scrum time and how much time did we free up for people to do coding right maybe that's a time metrics right we we used to be 80 percent of our time was in meetings now we're down to 40 percent of our times in meetings and the other 60 percent of the time is they get coding time or something like that. So you can track those too, as not just the team, but how much did we as an organization do to help our cat, the thing, then a foot, <laughs> that's a cat foot. Anyway, that's my thought, Samuel, something you can maybe take. There's a couple of things and you and I can talk and I can give you some examples and draw them out. With that, I gotta go. Kid wants to go out and do some hockey stuff, warm up for practice tonight. So I wanna say, you have a great day. Happy scrumming. Welcome to the new year. And you all take care and we'll see you soon. Samuel will chat soon enough. All right. Bye, everyone. Take care.